Emily Schwing, and welcome to the Farmcast. Hi, my name is Kim Peterson, and I'm the chair of the board of directors at VeggieLution. How did you first come to VeggieLution? That's a good question, and I think that it has a macro answer and a micro answer. I'll start with a micro answer. And the micro answer is that I had been following um, VeggieLution on Facebook for about a year before I actually went out, um, you know, thinking, oh, this would be like a cool thing to do. And finally, what actually got me out there was um, right after the farm got its first flock of chickens, they advertised for needing people to come out and help take care of the chickens and be on the original chicken team. And for some reason, that's what pushed me to go out is thinking, oh, it'd be interesting to learn about chickens because I live in an apartment where I can't have chickens and I can't have a garden. And I was thinking to myself, this might be an interesting thing to do, um, to go out and volunteer. And I'd been meaning to go out and volunteer, but it was literally the chickens that like got me out there the first time. I've always been interested in food and where it comes from. And, you know, so that was always in the back of my mind about something that I wanted to do. Um, I think the more macro answer is that at that point in time, which was 2010, I'd been living in San Jose for quite some time. Um, I've been living here since about 2001. And it was pretty clear that San Jose had become my home. Um, and I didn't really have strong roots. And I was looking for something to get involved in besides work where I could really um, make some connections and meet people and become more of a part of the community. And I think that's what Vegilution was for me. Um, and I don't know that I necessarily went out there for that reason, but that's really what it um, became. Um, as I you know, went out there and started meeting people, I realized that I went out there for much more than the chickens. So what is your earliest memory of farming and gardening? Were you... Were you, did you have a garden when you were little or? So I didn't really have a farm or a garden growing up at all. Um, I didn't really grow up in a very outdoorsy family. So that wasn't really something that, you know, we naturally did um, as I was growing up. I do have memories though of um, a couple things. Um, the first thing is that I um, had a great grandmother who canned a lot of things. Um, she made pickles, she had canned cherries, and she always had um, these things around. And so I have early memories of eating pickled cucumbers that she had made. And to this day, I cannot really figure out how to recreate that um, pickle that she makes because it's this wonderful, sweet pickle. And my mom actually found the recipe. And it's this very complicated recipe that involved a lot of sugar and a canning crock and a multi-day process. And it just seems so complicated. But one of these days, I'm going to have to... Um, I'm going to have to figure out how to do it because those were the best pickles. And I guess the point of me telling that story was um, my great-grandparents had a garden of their own um, up in Northern California. And, um, and I don't really have strong memories of that because they passed away when I was really young. But I feel like that is sort of partially in my blood. Another memory that I have of farming and gardening is just comes from the fact that I grew up in the Central Valley. I grew up in Bakersfield, um, and I lived there from the age of four through when I um, graduated from high school. And I, um, Bakersfield is um, the center of industrial agriculture in California, um, certainly one of the most um, important points for um, industrial agriculture here. And so I really grew up around agriculture. My dad is in agribusiness. And so I grew up around it, never really thought much about it, always wanted to leave that area of the state. Um, and 
I did. Um, but I think that something about that area of um, California is always going to be with me. And um, certainly, um, I think Vegolution is an homage to um, what California farming started out as and what it should be. Oh man, give me endless time. Never let these ties sever. Breaking bottles in the yard. So I was talking about how I grew up in Bakersfield and how agriculture was always around me, but I never really thought about it very much. And um, I was a junior in high school, and that was sort of at the point in time where I wanted nothing more than to leave the Central Valley. And um, as a junior in high school, you do um, American literature as your English class and read The Grapes of Wrath. And um, The Grapes of Wrath is a story about um, the Joad family who lived in Oklahoma during the Dust Bowl and migrated to California in order to get work to escape the Dust Bowl. And there's a particular passage that I'm going to read um, from The Grapes of Wrath um, that talks about the first time that um, the Joad family looked down into the Central Valley. And this really changed my opinion about the place that I grew up and the place that I wanted so desperately to leave. Um, because at that point in time, during the Great Depression, there were people that were so desperately wanting to arrive there. Um, and this passage that John Steinbeck wrote really touched me and actually has stuck with me through this day, to this day um, as one of my favorite um, passages from any book that I've ever read. So I'm going to go ahead and read it. They drove through Tehachapi in the morning glow, and the sun came up behind them, and then, suddenly they saw the great valley below them. Al jammed on the brake and stopped in the middle of the road, and, Jesus Christ, look, he said. The vineyards, the orchards, the great flat valley, green and beautiful, the trees set in rows, and the farmhouses. And Pa said, God Almighty, the distant cities, the little towns in the orchard land, and the morning sun, golden on the valley. A car honked behind them. Al pulled to the side of the road and parked. I want to look at her. The grain fields golden in the morning and the willow lines, the eucalyptus trees and rows. Pa sighed. I never know there was anything like her. The peach trees in the walnut groves and the dark green patches of oranges and red roofs among the trees and barns, rich barns. Al got out and stretched his legs. He called, Ma, come look, we're there. Ruthie and Winfield scrambled down from the car and then they stood silent and awestruck, embarrassed before the great valley. The distance was thinned with haze and the land grew softer and softer in the distance. A windmill flashed in the sun and its turning blades were like a heliograph far away. Ruthie and Winfield looked at it, and Ruthie whispered, it's California. So reading that really made me think differently about this place that I had grown up. And um, I still left, um, but I do think that it really made a connection to me about just that place um, and how I was a part of that place and would hold it with me no matter where I ended up. I've been working on like the history of Santa Clara Valley and Valley of the Hearts Delight. Um, and it's, and it's interesting because I'm like, look at photos of old time of the valley here and it's, it's very similar to the way they were describing it there. Um, and now you look at the valley today, 
Saint Clair Valley, and it's very developed, very different. Um, we're about to go into 2016. Kind of, what is your vision of Edulution? Um, in that we are this, you know, agricultural place in a valley full of technology in East San Jose in particular, too. My vision for Vegilution is that it's so much more than a farm. You look at it, and it is a farm. And that's amazing because it's a farm that's in a city that's under a freeway that is being more and more encroached upon every day by commuters and by development. And so partially my vision for Vegilution is to continue being that space that pays an homage to the past um, of Santa Clara Valley, because Santa Clara Valley does have a very rich agricultural history that many people who are newcomers to this area would never, ever know. And so I hope that um, Vegilution can continue to be a space for people who are new to this area to learn about what the Santa Clara Valley once was and what the Santa Clara Valley means to the history of agriculture in California and the United States. Um, but my vision for Vegilution goes beyond it being just a farm. I do think that it is such an important community meeting space where people can um, actually interact with each other in a way that is becoming less and less common here in Silicon Valley, which is face-to-face, side-by-side, not having um, a technological device as an intermediary. Um, what really makes Vegilution special to me is those human contacts that are made because um, at this point in time, it's really rare to even be having a conversation with someone um, in just day-to-day life without looking at my own phone or having that person looking at their phone, being distracted by something. And that's not really possible at the farm. When you're working on projects together or you're working on tasks at the farm, it really requires people to be tuned into each other and tuned into the land. And so I think that it's really important for us to get to know our neighbors and for us to be able to engage in the world in a way that doesn't necessarily involve technology all the time. So why did you choose to be on the board at Vegilution? Well, being on the board certainly wasn't something that I was looking for when I went out to the farm. I didn't even know that it, there was a board, you know, I th- certainly had some vague idea that Vegilution was a nonprofit, but I certainly wasn't looking um, to get on a board um, when I went out there as a volunteer and then became a workday leader. But um, somewhere, you know, a couple of years or maybe less than a couple of years into my volunteering time, I was asked by um, Amy, who was then the executive director, if I would think about joining the board. I think that um, this was about a year after Vegilution got its nonprofit status. And once you get your nonprofit status, you have to have a board of directors. And they were in the process of building it up. And I think that probably the fact that I'm a lawyer had something to do with them wanting to be on the board, because I think that conventional wisdom is that it's good to have lawyers on boards of directors. Um, and so at that point in time, I really had no idea what it meant to be on a board of directors. But I jumped in um, and thought that it would be a really good way to um, get to further support this organization that had really grown to be very important to me. So you mentioned connecting through farming, like actually in the field doing work together, uh, and that's a great way to connect, but there's there seems to be everyone that I feel like works at the farm or is associated with the farm on some level, loves food. Um, And that's kind of how we connect. And we were wondering, 
how do you connect? How do you make connections with people um, through Food and Formula? Like, what is, do you have a story? Do you have like an instance or something? Yeah, so I do have um, a story that I can actually tie back to what I was talking about at the beginning about my um, great grandmother being a prolific canner. Um, I somehow picked up the you know desire to want to learn how to can. It skipped like two generations in my family, and my mom is just like very befuddled about like why all of a sudden do you want to learn how to can? But I think it just came from you know being around so much wonderful produce at Vegilution in the summer and wanting to figure out how to carry that through until the next summer. And so a couple of years ago, I um, took a class and learned how to do hot water bath canning. And um, since then have gotten um, pretty into canning a lot of the produce that Vegilution grows during the summer, um, especially tomatoes and tomatillos and things like that. And so one of the things I always like to do in the summer is get together with my friends and make big batches of salsa um, with, you know, 30 pounds of tomatoes at a time and um, peppers and garlic and onions and all of the like wonderful local things that um, Vigilution grows at the farm. Um, so we make a lot of um, salsa with tomatoes, make a lot of salsa with tomatillos. Um, this year I branched out and actually started to learn how to make um, jam with honey um, out of some of the fruit that Vegilution is finally getting on the fruit trees. And so I think that's really one of the things that I like to do with friends because it's really um, a communal effort to chop all of the tomatoes and all of the other things that have to go into um, into the salsa. And so it's really just a fun afternoon to get together um, and really share the vegetables that we grow um, and turn them into something that will last for many months into the winter. I also want to add that Kim has definitely been a major supporter of the podcast since we started. So it's always nice having having people, knowing that people are listening to it um, and commenting and giving us feedback. It's always great to, to hear, especially whether or not you like the songs. I think because of you, we are going to now make a playlist of all the songs that we've put on the, the podcast so far. Um, so I just want to thank you for being on the podcast today. But old ties and companions, you and I were just passing through. Thanks for having me. It was my pleasure. And I also want to let everybody know that Vegilution is in the middle of our winter fundraising campaign. So if you are a supporter of Vegilution and are interested in seeing us um, be able to continue our good work out on the farm, please continue making a donation at www.vegilution.org. We can't guarantee a high-speed connection, but we can guarantee a deep-rooted one. Thank you.